for talking music on KVNF, Mountain Grown Community Radio. I'm Ashley Crest. Today, our guest is singer-songwriter Mick Flannery of Ireland. Mick will be touring Colorado this week. He will play the E-Town stage in Boulder on Saturday, February 18th, and the Swallow Hill Music Hall in Denver on Sunday, February 19th. I recorded this interview in August at the Rocky Mountain Folks Festival in Lyons, Colorado. I hope you enjoy the interview. 
So when you performed today here at the Rocky Mountain Folks Festival, you spoke about your grandfather. And it was an amazing story. You sort of gave this connection about really any human could have, like any human experience could relate to. And um, I don't know, I just want to hear more from you about that. Well, for like at the time, my grandfather was quite a young boy. So there's a kind of a, I only hear the story you know, third hand or second hand, I guess. My grandfather was, he was a very uh, stubborn man, I suppose people say, but I just found him more forthright. He would be the reason that I got into music. Um, He had a huge voice. Um, He was a mechanic and he used to, like there's a, there's a lot, there's a number of references to him in different songs. There's a song that references my grandfather's yard um, back in the cars where he, he had a, <clears throat> you know, that that scene of like old wrecks of cars and things that he will use at some stage or take parts from. And there was all farm machinery that I used to kind of play around in and pretend the thing was on. And mm. I would be on the combine harvester shouting orders at invisible people um, and just pressing buttons in old trucks. But uh, driving with him, he used to sing Paul Robeson songs or Johnny Cash songs. There was never a radio on. He was always singing. And then his sons and daughters all sang. He, his genes, they all, they all had lovely voices. And then, so my mother was one of those. And um, then, thankfully, I got the ability to hold a tune as well. So <clears throat> he was... His taste in music as well very much informed the way I write. He was always in, drawn towards a story and kind of a, a misfit. He was a misfit. He was an atheist and an outspoken atheist at a time in Ireland where it wasn't a common thing. And uh, he did some things that were not common to do. Uh, against the church he refused to have what's called the stations in his house which is when the church kind of brings the mass to one of the local houses and there's a pressure on the house then to paint the house and do up a meal for the community but he because of his disagreements with the way the church was behaving with regards to laundries and with regards to uh, single mothers he he just had no time and he he gave like his sons and daughters all had that similar fu nature about them if they saw something wrong they said it and they weren't afraid of a fight we're going to take a listen to star to star off mick's 2019 album mick flannery Ready the seats in the setting sun Take me back to the cars in my grandfather's yard when I was young. I jump in, push an unknown button for old times' sake. And I'm back in a scene where my blues were sleeping and my dreams were awake. And now we're riding down the city in main vein they call Broadway. Dipping our fingers into powdered MDMA And by the 
just tuning in, you're listening to Talkin' Music on KVNF. I'm Ashley Crest, joined today by Irish singer-songwriter Mick Flannery. You also had a, a, a tune about social media. Can you say a little more about how it works for you to play around on that platform as a, as a singer-songwriter? Like, do you hire someone to do it for you? Do you do it? Do you, do you stay the hell away from it? H- how does it work for you? I stay away from it. I used to watch some of it. Um, I found it kind of just too addictive uh, because it's designed to be addictive. And I goes, okay, okay I'm, I'm being tricked here. So I just kind of got away from it. And thankfully, my manager is forgiving enough just to do it all on my behalf. She texts me and she says, can you give me a quote that you would say if you were to be involved 
uh, and I had sent her a quote saying, you know, I'm looking forward to this festival. It's very nice to be invited, type thing. But I've I've never I never see them. Yeah. I never and um, uh, sometimes people say like, what's up with your what's up with that photo on Instagram? I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Thank <laughs> thankfully, <coughs> so it's just not a part of my life. It used to be, but I noticed how siloing it was. It was it was it was like. It wasn't apolitical or it wasn't, it was, I think it was especially YouTube algorithm was, um, was designed towards uh, enraging people and that's just, uh, it's very unhealthy, because it's, it's very powerful. An edit on a certain video out of a certain context is a powerful thing to do to somebody and uh, it's just... Uh, power in the wrong hands I guess really and it's in the hands of a kind of an, uh, a mindless algorithm so it's just there's no empathy there totally well this is sort of a follow up then to that um, what are the ways that you find connection and heal from this kind of craziness that we are now living in I mean you mentioned the woods finding a stick can you tell us about some of the spaces that you like to escape to um, I live near enough to the sea at, in Ireland at the moment. I try to surf, but I suck, but I enjoy <laughs> sucking at surfing. Um, I just go out there and <clears throat> fall off and hurt myself and get tired. It's nice. Um, I've been doing a construction project for the last two years or so, and I, that's, I just do that. I I do it all day and I dream about it at night and like I dream about the tile that I put up wrong and I think about okay am I going to cut that out we'll see and uh, you know um, I don't know I, I I don't know I live a kind of a I, I live with my partner and a stepdaughter and a young boy and that's kind of a full enough life for me really when I'm home I, I, I do get sad when, when I see this kind of uh, there's, a, there's a new type of person in the world it seems like this kind of emboldened angered person that you can tell that it's just the result of some uh, article they've read that is designed to make them angry and uh, they are angry and they kind of repeat the article to you and you can say okay right well <laughs> well, 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 how are you doing really I mean <laughs> I mean is there any real like I, I, I tend to find angry people to kind of misguided or that they uh, they are angry at the wrong things or that they're mm-hmm. there's something more personal to their anger that they're projecting or deflecting from mm-hmm. when they mm-hmm. when they latch on to a, a more kind of abstract problem you know the game your most recent album it's uh, 13 songs in a timeless capsule according to your website I love that uh, can you say more about that intention when you're writing do you find yourself doing it in a way in which you're you're you are preserving words for like like that they are timeless and and you hope in 40 years somebody will listen to a Mick Flannery tune and say yeah that's my life right now like that's I relate are you writing to preserve something for a long time I do try to avoid using uh, certain nouns like um, 
an iPhone, for example, or even making uh, explicit reference to the internet or uh, general possessions and, and things like that. It's kind of you more try to appeal to emotions, which will be probably uh, common across time. Uh, I know that are in certain songs there's cars and uh, houses and beds, I guess. Um, those things I kind of think I can get away with. You know, so there'll always be a roof to, to be spoken of and someone where someone lies down to fall asleep. And how do they get from one place to another? That might always be called a car, no matter if it's an electric flying car or, you know, uh, an old V8 diesel. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I try not to be too specific about things. Just I use a lot of conversation, so people are people are expressing themselves to each other. There's a lot of characters, and they're uh, talking to each other in the songs. So that's the kind of that's the mode I tend to work in. You know. We're going to listen to "I'll Be Out Here" from Mick Flannery's 2021 album "In the Game." The foe has left and gone outside It got tired of fire The friend has nothing more to hide Now it's sad and silence The things you say Don't matter anyway The world is rigged and cold And no one hardly wants to know it Goddamn, it feels so lonely Drifting away from you, it feels so long. I don't know if you want me, I'll be out here. If you want me, I'll be out here. If you want me, I'll be out here. If you want me, I don't make you feel bad I have no will or reason There's nothing wrong with feeling sad I wish that I could ease it The things you say What's there to celebrate? The world is filled with fakes and fools Why would you want to join them? Goddamn, it feels so lonely Drifting away from you, it feels so lonely. I don't know if you want me, I'll be out here dancing. If you want me, I'll be out here dancing. If you want me, I'll be out here Is it all conceived? Evil lie beneath 
So we're from Community Radio. We play independent artists, singer-songwriters, and I was thinking about when I traveled in Ireland, I mean, I know there's the BBC, but like, how do independent artists get their words out there? Like, do you, do you guys have a, an equivalent of Community Radio? Uh, there's some college radios and there are some community radios that are, you know, they're less, uh, they have less subscriptions than, than the more kind of uh, commercial stuff. Ireland is a kind of a strange place for uh, answering that question. It's a, it's a small pool of um, audience. Uh, it's, it, it cannot really sustain an artist by itself. Um, but it, it produces more than its fair share of artists. So uh, I don't know what it is about the, the... I think it might be something to do with the Irish uh, humour. There's something about... We have this kind of morbid, dark uh, sense of humour and like relationship to death. Uh, it, it just kind of makes us a bit odd. And kind of... Uh, I don't know. I think... like I often hear... When I... When I come to places like Canada, for example, um, you'd often hear the Irish people say, God, everybody's so nice. Like, what's wrong with them? Do you know? That's their reaction, is that these people must be just psychopaths or something, that, that they are so friendly and, and like, you know, maybe they, did they kill their father or something and they're just kind of hiding it. <coughs> but like, that seems to be ours. Like, we seem to think that life is, is melancholy. And it's, that's the way it should be. And like, who is this happy person over here? What's wrong with them? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's a, I don't know. It's a strange kind of culture. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us today, and your set was wonderful. I, I caught bits of it, and um, yeah, I think you should come play uh, on the Western Slope of Colorado next. Cool. Um, yeah, well, I'm available. I'm, right. I'm, work, I'm working in the circus <laughs> full time. Yeah. Cool. I feel the tide turning. I face my body to the sea. I read it like the yearning. In your heart, that's not for me. Real is in the feeling, baby. just heard an interview with Mick Flannery. Mick will play the E-Town Stage in Boulder on Saturday, February 18th, and the Swallow Hill Music Hall on Sunday, February 19th. Tickets and information can be found at mickflannery.com. Special thanks to Michelle Amiot for helping with this interview. You can find more talk and music programming at kvnf.org. Thanks for listening. Write a story for me. In your mind and let it run Lies and tides turn Until the both of us are done With gods in the darkness, baby Just before the dawn Don't do that, baby boy
Excitement and make for the road, heading for somewhere I'd sooner not.